0: I'm one of your hosts, Mara Kate Elliott, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, LaToya Ferguson. Hey, LaToya.
1: Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the (laughs) bottom, now my whole team fucking here.
0: Hey, LaToya. (laughs) We are joined by returning guest,
2: Karinza Kadinas. What's up, Karinza? Hi. um, I'm (laughs) excited to talk about Champagne Poppy for a while today. Yes.
0: So if you can't tell from that lovely introduction, we watched the amazing um, Canadian <laughs> Degrassi, The Next Generation, season one, episode 15, Jagged Little Pill, which Named I believe after is after if- a Canadian person. A Canadian song.
2: icon. Yeah, icon. icon. Feminist
0: icon also. Feminist icon. Is this, I believe, the yes. finale the first season? <laughs> yes, yes, it, it is. is. Which is insane, and we'll get to it, but like, for those of you who've never seen the show... I don't even know how to get into this. of well, figure like, it's out your life, assholes,
1: first of all.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you have not or haven't even heard it referenced, but it's basically a soap opera meets teenage drama that's very Canadian. Um, if you've ever seen, without any reference to it, I think Krull Show did a pretty uh, great parody so of it called Wheels Ontario, which is kind of what most people might know. They'd be like, oh, it kind of vaguely, like, it was always on The Noggin, or The N, or whatever you want to watch it on, or PBS even, I think, sometimes, but like... They would replay it over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's like a cast of a, like a huge ensemble of random characters. Like, they all have their own crazy stuff going on, and crazy shit happens if, on a week to week basis. If you're a Canadian
1: actor, that's worth a damn.
0: You've been on cast. and <laughs> <laughs> somehow, and I'm telling like, honestly, I'm not like Lauren Collins isn't like super super famous, but I feel like she probably has a bigger following than some like major m- motion picture stars because she's just so. Like iconic. I don't like. She was on Croll Show, for example, guest starring as a as a joke because it's the you know the, the the skit on that show is referencing this show. But she has like that like everyone on the show. It just is so incestuously Canadian <laughs> in the best possible way. Like, ah, well, so maybe we should just start off by everyone. I I want to get a little weight in on who do you who are your like the grassy faves oh because I feel like that's one of those things where everyone has like their one person who's like their fave. Because, I mean, we should also say most of these characters were on the show regularly, almost like for five to six seasons piece Like, it's not a show where someone... I mean, there are t- tons of recurring and guest stars and stuff, but they were incredibly... Like, once you were here, you were, like, in it for life. <laughs> so true. <laughs> or you guest star was an adult. And then some... Oh, we should also say... This is Degrassi, The Next Generation. There was originally Degrassi Junior High and then Degrassi something else that I don't yes, remember. Which, like, our parents
1: but, watched, basically.
0: And some of the main characters, like Mr. Simpson, who's in this episode, was was actually a, a young... Like, he was a teenager on that show and then went on to be a teacher for the entire run and still going. It's still on the
1: air of Degrassi, The Next Generation. And Netflix just
2: picked it back up. Oh, my God. Because the, the end canceled it and the Netflix picked what? it up. Fuck you, N. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix is like, Netflix is like here. This is where we're going to throw our money at.
0: Wow. So, but yeah, so everyone on this show has been here for a while. So, most people have somebody that they follow through every possible stage of their lives because these children go through more than most people go through in a lifetime (laughs) in a couple of days. (laughs) But so, how about you? So, Kareem, you can go first. Who did you, were you, anybody that you're like obsessed with out of everybody?
2: Well, I have two, and I think we should probably say our favorite dude and our favorite lady. lady. Good idea. So um Craig obviously super in love with him. Mm-hmm. He's like bipolar. So he's like very up my alley. Um I saw him I like was so obsessed with Craig actually is that I definitely saw him in a Broadway touring production of Spring Awakening and waited outside the stage door in Cincinnati, <laughs> Ohio. Amazing as a uh let's say like twenty four year old <laughs> So it's not like right. that's not you know but Manny is my always my fa and my favorite lady. I love a slut with a heart of gold. She's
0: great. She's kind She's of the like the prototype for um uh like santana on oh yeah Yeah. i feel like she has the same i mean not to i don't want to stereotype like that's what's happening
1: it's happening but i
0: feel like she (laughs) literally was like the bitchy like she's not she truly on the show i don't really remember but she's She's definitely like like the bitchy slutty character who's like secretly fierce for all of her friends and like live or die yeah and And she was on the show forever she was on the show up until like a couple of years ago, I bet. Like, it. it she never left. Because she was, like, basically uh, in college. But some of them had gone on to college. And they were just really quietly, like, shh, it's just still the cross <laughs> to the next generation. Even though they're not even at the school anymore. Although they just start introducing slowly. Everyone's, like, kid sister is now one of the main kids. It's like, oh my god. But yeah, she was great. I think a lot of these characters ended up being, like, um, influential to other shows like oh, totally. there's some version of it so so you i love manny but you so manny and craig how about you yeah Latoya? i think i'm a craig
1: and manny person too although <gasps> oh, <gasps> oh, oh. i was gonna say the same thing <laughs> <laughs> no. they're all these are the best characters they, they are also, okay you know, biggest bitch in the entire world, and I appreciate that. I do, uh-huh. too. is the kind Paige. of person,
0: and I also, I love Sean. I love Sean, too. Yes, yes. I, uh, I can't help but love Sean. He left earlier than some of
1: them did. He um, grew up well. I was checking it out. He grew up very well. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. bro. He, worked, I, he writes for Fusion. He works yeah. for Fusion.
1: But I love, okay, so...
0: I was a huge fan of, well, at large, Jake Epstein, into the point where I was like watching the Zach Files and shit. <laughs> and the Zach Files starred. I mean, I'm getting into it, so if you know what I'm talking I about. I know, I, I well, watched it. I watched it. We're awesome. Podcasts. We're awesome people. But so the Zach Files starred um, Daniel Clark's little brother, who I forget his actual name, it's something Clark, but like the two of them were the co stars of that, where it's like. And then I followed him on to here and thinking, like, oh, my God, more Jake Epstein. Because he was kind of one of those, those like, young characters. up from uh, Robert Clark. Thank you. So he would show up from time to time, like, in other random, like, he was a very popular teen actor, I think. I think he did a lot of random work. And I remember seeing, like, oh, my God, a show with Jake Epstein as a regular? <laughs> like, <laughs> let me watch every episode. And I did. And it was amazing. Because I'm trying to think of where else I knew. Oh, he was on, he was in Quince. The TV, the, the yeah. Disney movie, I believe, and then Mom's got a date with a vampire, and he's also in Charlie Bartlett later on, but, like, I've, I, and I, I even want, I think there's other, like, um, uh, TV shows that I've seen him in, like, just showing up. He's not, like, a major actor, but, like, believe me, in the sense that all of these these actors on this show are, like, Degrassi mm-hmm. characters and actors are so influential in their own weird way, <laughs> they feel like movie stars in a way. <laughs> Like, when you say that, like, some of them haven't really done a lot since, it's like, but they also did, like, 300 episodes of this show. It's like, they <laughs> kind of want to take a break, honestly. Yeah, it's understandable. It's, it's insane. Like, I mean, they were regulars for, like, seven, seven or, like, six or seven seasons, which some shows don't even hear, like, on, in US TV, it doesn't even run that long, necessarily. And they're all, like, 24, or, well, this one's 15, but a lot of them are very long seasons, too, so it's, and they're all pretty decently scripted, so they're doing a lot of work. It's not like they're just showing up here and there in the background, so... But anyway, so, I I think that's also kind of... I mean, I wanted to at least mention Craig, especially, because he's not in this episode, which was a little bit of a bummer, but what are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. But, um, it was mostly... There was some Sean, though. I loved all the Sean in this episode. It was great. Classic Sean. He's just so tortured.
1: He's great! He's so good! Oh my god. Alright, so... (laughs) We're just well, going to talk well, how, about how much we love this show. There's not going to be any insulting. I
2: mean, Actually, I do have gr- some insulting. Like, I mean, there's um, plenty
0: to insult about it. That's the thing. Is Degrassi
2: better it. than The Wire? Yes or yes. Yes, of yeah. course.
0: Yeah. But, so, <laughs> I, agree. It's one of those shows where I understand how someone would find it annoying and, and dumb or whatever no, you want to call it. Oh, because I don't. It's, want,
2: no.
0: it's over the top. It's ridiculous. There. Are, if you watch, I'll maybe leave a clip of it. I watched, trying to prep for this, I'm like, I know that there's crazier things that have happened on the show, so let me look it up, but I was, like, looking up the top ten in most insane, aggressive moments. Oh, my
2: God. I have and there's some favorite. crazy
0: shit that's gone on. Like, oh, yeah. real crazy shit. Is it so, like, right? when Peter,
2: like, when Peter was addicted to meth for two episodes, that was a great was art. That even, even
0: less crazy.
2: <laughs> that was my favorite. And also, when Emma becomes a stoner in college to try to be popular, she gets and her gets... nickname is yeah. Blaze. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's a cool nickname if ever there was one. Oh, God. Ooh, God yeah, I love the so, so, but
0: the, this is like, I mean, we picked an episode that's kind of like an introduction OG. to all the craziness of it, but, you know, this is one of those shows where it's it's not, I wouldn't say it's like, you know, bad. It's bad. I mean, there's certain parts of it that are definitely way bad. It's like a soap opera, but it's it's incredibly entertaining, and I think very refreshing, because we always reference how great, we, I mean, I love VOC, I love... Um, Uh, Dawson's Creek, I love shows that are like pulpy, soapy, kind of ridiculous dramas, but I can't relate in some ways to some of the stuff that you can on Degrassi. Degrassi feels like, oh my god, like obviously it's it's heightened, it's insane, it's ridiculous, but it's kind of like watching like Sex and the City or something. Like it's like watching... Like, you may not have experienced the exact day-by-day life of these ridiculous human beings, but, like, mm-hmm. every once in a while they'll stumble across something it's like, whoa, they're talking about, like, teenage life in the way that nobody on TV necessarily does. I It's kind of like the undeclared version of teenagers instead of college, yeah. if that makes sense. Because I feel like undeclared is one of the closest portrayals to me of, of college life, or Greek or something like that. So it's, it's very, like, oh, I've I've dealt with something like that it's not exactly my life but it's like close to it whereas I mean Dawson's Creek obviously had some stuff that was relatable but I'm not obsessed with Steven Spielberg so I don't really think it's that much (laughs) to my life but you know it's different for everybody and
2: Van Dawson Leary Van white dude (laughs) but so
0: so we're gonna talk about this there's definitely things to criticize but the reason why we picked it is because this is insanity so it's definitely bad in a lot of people. I think a lot of people probably hate this show because it's so over the top and ridiculous. But if you don't, if you have an enjoyment of that, then you'll probably appreciate the show at large. Otherwise, you may find it a little bit more, like, you know, forgettable or something. I don't know how it's possible, but <laughs> I'm trying to picture a world where someone would not like Degrassi and I don't want to live there. But, uh, <laughs> so, so this episode starts off as the last day of school. Um, the parents of, I believe it's Ashley and yeah, Toby? Toby, yeah. Okay, so Toby's her half-brother, though. It's not her, her step-brother or something. Um, they're, they're being left alone. Like, no one on Degrassi should ever be done. <laughs> like They should always a single... be, like, watched, like, just
1: all the time. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to think of a single- Is there a single character on Degrassi that should be left alone? <laughs> nope. I don't um... think so. Even the adults shouldn't really be left alone. Maybe like, that's Liberty- true. I
2: was gonna say Liberty. No, but not even Liberty because remember, she got pregnant because yeah. she let JT's to idiot well, ass use a Magnum condom and, and it flipped off. In this
1: scenario, JT is being watched, so she can be left alone, <laughs> but if JT's around, then he's being watched. So I think you're right. I think, I
0: think if you really had to let it go, Liberty's the closest it would come to a functional adult slash child, whatever you want to call it. The rest of oh. them. She's traumatized like... in this episode, though. And I guess you could technically say Emma too, but although Emma's obviously no. crazy, but oh, there are points where Emma was a little bit more, you know, down to earth. <laughs> like later on, Emma gets insane. But Emma's so either way, put in a bubble. So, oh my god! So they put they put actually I would say even Sean. Sean feels like the most like <laughs> leaving Sean alone. Sean's fine. Yeah, She's you introducing Sean, Sean to he, other things. You would have always. so
1: many less problems if you just left Sean alone. Yeah.
0: But so, so anyway, so this episode starts with um, Ashley and Toby being left alone, which is just, in what world is that a good idea? I don't get it, but, um, so they are left alone, it's the last day of school, they're not allowed to have any parties, they're only allowed to have one friend a piece over, because, again, where are these parents just not having a babysitter show up? I mean, they're not that old, like, she's not, how old is she, like, 14, 15? No, say 15. That doesn't seem, like, for an entire weekend away, that's very I have, like, a friend come check in on them. I know, it just seems very ballsy. Canadians, man. It's and it's not, like, a situation where, like, it, these are just some, like, you know, dumb, know-nothing parents. This, this mother lived through the previous generation of Degrassi, so she should know better, but instead, no. Or maybe she didn't. I'm assuming she did. Because most of the adults on this are, like also incestuously related to everybody.
2: Very <laughs> but, true. But um
0: so so they're they're going away for the weekend. Um Ashley and Toby are left alone. Um and then we get then the opening credits. Instantly to the credits.
2: Oh my god the Whatever credits. Are... I I know I can make it through This
0: is the maybe one of the best credits songs ever. I mean it's <laughs> so good.
1: I'm, no joke, I find it absolutely I had it stuck in my head before I even watched the episode.
0: It's amazing, and I'm going to link that alone, because you should just jam out to it. Because if you aren't convinced to watch the show, that should do it for you, I think. Cause it's, like, the perfect theme song for this show. Um, and so, there's also, like, a bunch of, like, it's, like, a bunch of weird, like, intercut scenes of, like, you know, stuff flying around the, the high school. And it ends up on someone's cell phone. Yes, it's like the most
1: like phone. ancient
0: cellular phone that has. It's basically like a small calculator that can you know call people, and then uh, <laughs> it cuts to you know the DeGrassi opening uh, title screen, and uh, I instantly it goes right into the most insane. Like there's a okay. point where I have so many questions about I'm this. I'm so, so upset about these
1: class superlatives. They are <sighs> shitty superlatives. They are asshole superlatives. The teacher says, this is for the student
0: I'll never forget
1: despite years and years of therapy? like, most unforgettable student, student of all students, way to make everyone feel shitty. Every single person. It's like such a terrible
0: thing to say that I will never forget you after years and years of therapy, and then one of the students is like, oh, I know that's gonna be me. It's like, What? Like, before she even gives it out, I think it's Spinner just jumps up like, thanks, and it's just like, if, wow. Seriously, if someone did that, t- like, today in school, there would be a lawsuit coming. There really <laughs> would. It would definitely would. This is my and favorite then, student <laughs> of
1: all students. Uh, no.
0: Fire. And Ashley, Ashley gets student of students, whatever the hell
1: that oh even God. means. I still
0: don't get what that means. Is that supposed to be an insult, or is it like, you're the <laughs> best of the best? And she's like, how lame, and... Like, that's what I, I, I would understand if, she, if she's saying how lame, like, ugh, I'm such, like, a teacher's pet, but, like, it doesn't make it clear at all. I, I feel like that was, like, the student of all students sounds like it could be either a bad or a good thing, depending on your inflection, and the teacher gave none. So, I don't know, it... either way, she gets that, st- and I feel like that's kind of, like, where it's, you're kind of getting slowly an introduction to how, like, Ashley is, I guess, supposed
1: to be, like, boring. Ashley and, has a know. problem. Ashley's well, Ashley hair is, herself. like, a weird...
2: Ashley's hair is also like a weird triangle shape, which I think like we really need to talk about.
0: There are a lot of grey hair in this episode though, I will say. Oh my god. Like her friend I don't remember her name, but her friend has that amazing classic Terry. Terry, okay. So Terry has like classic (laughs) like two thousands hair where it's like braided, um up until like this the middle of your scalp and then it's all let go open. It's um Im- I-, I can't even describe it right. It's the perfect fit. And it's like each individual row has a clip to it. Like it's beautiful. It's I mean, that's the kind of stuff like Liz McGuire used to like Live and
1: breathe, and it looks <laughs> amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm reading so jealous. the Wikipedia for Ashley, and I, I must say, I just love this entire sentence, which is however, after her, her downfall in the season one finale, Jag Little Pill, which led to her losing all of her friends, she developed greatly and went through a total of eight style changes during the course run to, <laughs> to find herself. I love that they like, chronicle how well, many style eight. changes.
0: I'm gonna bring up some of that stuff later on, but I do also have the same thing because I, I read both those ones too, but there's also these like shortened little mini bibliographies for everyone because there's so intensely, um, biographies for everybody, where there are like, these majorly intensive, like, plot contrivance stuff, where it's, so much has happened, they have to c- condense it into, like, seven sentences, so it's, like, huge life events, all, each sentence is insane, but for hers, it, there's one point where it says she eventually goes goth, and they get back yes. together. Like, what kind of <laughs> a sentence is that? Like, she, it, that's all it says, I mean, I'm not saying, like, it doesn't say, like, it just says they break up, and then blah, blah. Then she eventually goes goth, and they get back together. Yeah. Like, that's a... I mean, there's a little more to the sentence, but, like, that's a crazy way to start a sentence. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, of course there's... It's bizarre, <laughs> but so so that's that's kind of the level that we're operating with, where she is she's kind of a, a little bit of a crazy person trapped in a plain person's body, and
2: where that's gonna
0: get unleashed. To see it, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, th- oh, also <laughs> before we get to all the other stuff, though, there's this great flash animation thing they do for Mr. Simpson. Oh
2: my god, Canadian Oh yeah, that was
0: like really weird. It was like, so they're in this, I think it's probably called like, you know, computer class because that's what it was back then. It was like typing class. And uh, they're all like, you know, sitting around like, Mr. Simpson, before we leave, we love you so much, we created this great thing for you. And he walks over to the computer and clicks like a button, which is, I think it's like a flash animation. And it's like animated like, Mr. Simpson's the best. And it's like all their smiling faces. And it's It's just like a bunch of dumb stuff. It looks like a GeoCities website. Just, it like, does code. look like a
2: GeoCities website. Oh my god! And, and it then totally and it is. just says a like a uh,
0: like we love you with L U V and like all this stuff. And I'm like, and he's like, wow, guys, this is great. It's incredible. And he's like a little touch.
1: Like, that goes on for like five minutes.
0: It's amazing. <laughs> it really is because I was like, first of all, that's a lot of time and energy to put into a teacher's goodbye because that looked like it took a little bit of time. I, look, you're gonna see him again. He's literally been on the show up until present. He'll be back, guys. I promise. You're gonna come back to the school after summer. It's okay, right? He's been on the Grassy for like thirty years. He'll be <laughs> around for another like month. But uh, so then, then, oh my gosh, then dun dun dun. We have the introduction, the introduction of Aubrey Graham, aka uh. Baby Drake. Uh. Uh, Jimmy! And it is, <laughs> he is such a childless. I always make oh, jokes I'm like so many "Yeah," oh. and everyone always makes jokes like Drake is, you know, Degrassi and it's always easy to picture Drake in Degrassi, which is the humor of it. But you forget, like, when you go back and watch it, he's really, like, a very young young, young version of himself. So it's very, it's a little surreal because it's like, he looks sort of like Drake, but not quite. It's like, is this like Drake's younger brother or something? <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's him. But, uh, he's dating Ashley in this, so he comes up to her while she's at her, at her, um, they're all cleaning out their lockers at the end. It was such a, oh, that was also very realistic. That's exactly how high school or middle school was. It's like, everyone cleaning out their lockers, have to go to the lockers, there's, like, huge trash cans everywhere, everyone's Uh. dumping all their shit out. It was, like, classic middle school, high school. (laughs) Is this high school or middle school? I never remember that. This is middle school so far, yeah. So weird. So, it's supposed to be middle school, which is insane. (laughs) There's no way this is middle school, but okay. But, uh, so they're graduating, and, um, they're leaving for the day, but he comes up and starts kissing her, and the camera does this
1: 360 thing. There are so many 360s, just, like, in the opening of the episode, just... It was like,
0: upset. It made me kind of nauseous. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, like, there were 316. like, you know, just, like, a little bit of a, like, they were turning in circles. It was like the camera was spinning and spinning, or they were spinning and spinning. One of them was spinning and spinning. Yeah, what of my notes is just the spinning. <laughs> I got kind of sick, and then he's just, like, kissing her, spinning and kissing her, spinning. And I was like, Let's just calm down, guys. I know we're all excited. It's the end of the school year, but, like, Jesus Christ. But, um, uh, and then, of course, everybody else in the main cast just, like, trinkles around because they're all emptying their lockers mm-hmm. out. And it's just I, was, I watched this show for at least like three to four seasons, maybe a little longer. They're so young. Only, in this. only, <laughs> only. I I've, I think I've seen more than that, maybe, but I don't remember. But so they all look like like ten year olds. I mean, they are probably at least like two to three years younger, depending on which season. But it's, it's just shocking. The
1: characters were supposed to be like born in eighty eight, so technically they're like our age.
0: Oh, it's weird. But JT, for example, looks like a zygote like it's so <laughs> yeah. weird like he he's one of those kids who's like even though he was in the same grade as everyone looked like a 10 year old like it was he didn't age until i think probably like their junior year and even then he still looked young he was just you know not
1: quite and young. then he died
0: Rip. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> spoiler i would feel uh, bad if he wasn't so awful in this episode yeah he was terrible Oh my god, we'll get to that. Alright, so, um, Toby and JT are talking about having Emma over. Oh, well, before, over.
1: before that, uh, this is oh. where he's like, uh, I want to come over, Jimmy wants to come over, but the whole one friend thing, so he's, he's fine with it, but Paige is the one making us think about how she wants to come over. Even now she's like, if you want to come over, just fucking come over.
0: And I don't understand what he, what she says about oh, having the one friend over, because she instantly invites all the other friends. <laughs>
1: It like it, well, it was it's, weird because Paige invites another friend because Paige you know doesn't understand boundaries and one,
0: <laughs> and one of those instantly like annoying like clickish girl things where she goes like uh, or not clickish I, I don't know there's some yeah. like weird like teenage high school drama. Well, stuff I already where had she goes, plans with Hazel so and also she says to him like um oh well I already have plans and he instantly
1: says like, okay fine and walks away and she's like it's what one of the rare mean? occasions of Jimmy not being terrible.
2: <laughs>
0: Right, and then they, they instantly, like, read into it, like, why does he didn't care? Is he not into you anymore?
1: And it's like, Jesus. Like, maybe he just doesn't want to deal with the trauma of was, having to deal with your friends. It was you know? seriously the rare occasion of him being like, okay, yeah, I'm not gonna make us think about something, and just being a good boyfriend. I wasn't sure where that was gonna go, because I was half expecting
0: them to go back into it, and then it was like, secretly, he was dating someone else, <laughs> because that's almost the vibe they gave it, is like... I'm I'm not interested in coming over because I have other plans too. So he didn't he didn't say that. I'm but stepping was just, out on you. He instantly just drops it and walks away, and then she's kind of like you know burned by that. Which is like you could have invited him first. Like it was your decision to not invite him, um, and then so instead she just has all the girls over, which still is like you know right in the face of all of the the one friend rule thing. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah. Toby and JT then are trying to get Emma to come over in
1: addition to all those. So, yes, because now she's single, so Toby can strike, and, and Emma just, like, basically said, fuck you to Sean, so. That's <laughs> the one weird thing about this show, is that they really don't care about, um,
0: like, friends were constantly cheating and dating and, like, being into ex- Friends, exes, like that was, and so they weren't constant. worrying about
1: anyone else's like feelings in that situation. Like even
0: someone like Liberty, who I find to be probably one of the more again like like down to earth, realistic, good people in <laughs> the show, she instantly turned around and, and and kissed one of Emma's boyfriends at one point later on. I forget who, but somebody that Emma was dating. Liberty was just
1: tired of being stepped on.
0: And then and then fairer. And then like same thing happened. And then, oh, it was Jay. Maybe it was Jay. And then.
2: Oh, Jay <laughs> Oh, God, sorry. And then,
0: like <laughs> after J- it was either Jay or someone kissed Liberty. Then it turns around, and then when Emma marries Spinner. Spoiler alert for that.
2: Jay <laughs> oh officiates. my God! Jump
0: jumping the shark moment. That's when I stopped. But like Jay, Jay officiates the wedding, so it's like oh, the ex okay, that you had, that, that. <laughs> the ex that you cheated on with, and was cheated on by someone else with, officiates your wedding. To the guy that you, like, accidentally married and are now renewing your vows with? Like, it was bizarre. But, like, those are the types of things that go on. We're really not edge. hooking people to
1: the show. They're like, what is happening? Why are we <laughs> Well,
0: it's also important, because I think later on in this episode, that's why I want to explain, like, obviously, people stepping out is not great, but this happens so constantly on the show, people don't care about it as much as they do mm-hmm. off-screen. Like, people are just constantly cheating. It's kind of like farting. our Felicity,
1: where, like, honestly, everyone fucking cheated on each other in that show. It was, like, the way Constantly. people broke up on that show. I was like, well, I'm just gonna cheat, and that's how we ended it. <laughs> I'm just gonna cheat.
0: But, um, yeah, so, so, um, they're, they're trying to get Emma to come over, because now that she's broken up with Sean, they figure they can get Sean to come over, and then Emma want to come over, which is, like, that's the opposite of how
1: that'll work, but instead in their mind... Well, no, that's, that's not what it is. It's that, uh, it's basically that they want Sean's advice for how to get a girl like Emma pretty much for Toby... So oh they the, do okay. Yeah that's what it is. To Toby, Toby wants to get with Emma So But then they invite her over it They invite her, her over and then, But they invite Sean over Because they want advice On girls first Basically That's what it is. They're so dumb. There's so many things about this later on that get me so mad. And then they hes like, no. And then they promise Sean that Emma will be there, and that's why Sean comes over, and that's why they invite Emma because that way they don't break the promise, pretty much. And so Sean probably
0: kick their ass. Yeah, and Sean is kind of like your bad boy. He is obviously—I mean, not on purposely.
2: He's such a bad. He's so. He's like the worst. At being a bad boy, he like, cries in this maybe. episode. He cries like he instantly. Cries with that single fucking tear, he's like the
0: Sean thing. Hunter of this show. Like <laughs> yeah. he's a bad guy only in in class, which is not. Yeah, bad. he's only like a he's only a bad
2: guy because like does he have like an earring? Maybe like I think. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, he does. Earring.
0: Definitely like, does. And it's it's just a shame. His hair is crunchy because I think it's basically he's like a bad guy based on like situation. Like it's not really fair yeah. to call him a, a. He's kind of
1: vaguely a bully. But not but like, really, he's it? only like Cause a... Yeah, he, Emma dumped him yeah. because of the whole fight, and he knocked her over, because he was fighting Jimmy, because Jimmy was an asshole the whole time.
0: Right. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not trying to claim, like, Sean's obviously an idiot about a lot of things. He's not a perfect character, but like, I'm th- like he makes a lot of bad decisions, and he, he is, pro- pro- like, he has a rougher exterior, so people just, like, brand him as a bully and a, a thug, when he's not really. He's nicer than most of the people in this episode. <laughs> they're all, like, some of them, including Jimmy, are rich, so it's like, it doesn't make any sense. So, uh, so Sean is invited over because he wants to try and rekindle things with Emma because he feels bad about it. Um, and so they decide to, um, invite him over in a way that also is so very, to me, middle school, where they just say, come over to my house, don't explain where it is, they don't have to text them the address. Everyone that stuff. knows where everyone lives in Canada, Mara that plus school directories existed they don't have those anymore but if (laughs) anybody else had school directories we had like little printouts of like everyone's home address and phone number because the people just didn't care like it wasn't like nowadays where that's just all stuff you could google or text each other it's just it's totally different but uh so he, so he, he he decides to go over and like try that although the guys are clearly just bullshitting and Toby's instantly furious at JT because he's like what like that's I can't believe you're promising that Emma's gonna be there. How we're we gonna get her there? He's like, we'll figure it out. Because JT is all just—I don't even know. He's like a dumbass. Like, he's an idiot. Like he's all talk. And it's and like his wants... fault for like everything happening. Everything this in this episode is JT's fault. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Um. So, uh, <laughs> so, God. Um. And her and her brother is also just like, Hey, Paige. What's up, Paige? <laughs> Paige, Paige. And this is so creepy because it's JT. <laughs> or not, uh, not her brother. Her, the the other guys like it's all about Paige, and it's like yeah, he winks at her. It's so weird. Oh my god, it's JT. that wink. Oh god, JT and Paige is such a weird. Oh, it's, it's one of those things where you go back and watch a show early on. You're like, oh, I forgot. Like all these like characters have this like thing going on. Like it's hard. He was super obsessed with Paige too for like a really long time. It's like when everyone forgets that Luke. Bones Julie Cooper for a while. <laughs>
2: like, oh know, my like, god, a story arc of our time. Yes. But like
0: you, you, just like forget that happened because it's so insane that like it's put into a box. Here. <laughs> the first season,
1: people. The I first know,
0: season. but that's what this is. It's kind of like, oh my god, these two characters would never be like flirting, but he's just into her because he's in. Well, firstly, he seems like he's in everybody. But, yes, you know, if you if you have a vagina, he's into you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get the the girls at the the house doing their little like um watching a fucking sleepover. 3D movie. It was like original 3D. Where they have this little like like uh, old school black oh not black uh, uh red and blue glasses with a little white outline. It was so cheesy. And back then that was before actually 3D became what the hell that it is today, <laughs> where it's like over everything. But uh, so he's he's there. Obviously Toby and JT are there um kind of like lurk, lurking around like the girls are downstairs yeah, and then sean, sean shows up. up and the girls don't even really react they're just like oh like, hey why sean are you
1: like here? why are you just this should be to a house? big
0: deal it should be like what the hell is sean doing here sean like for all the the way his reputation is like
1: a felon mm-hmm. why is jimmy's like, enemy in your house ashley
0: yeah it's like that's her that's like her boyfriend's enemy like, i don't know what no one reacts to it they're like what? JT and Toby are hanging out with Sean? And it's like, this should be a bigger deal to you. Sean should not be hanging (laughs) out with them. It's a big deal to me and I'm watching it like 13
1: years after the
0: fact. I know. Like, he's way older. I I'm not to say too much older, like two years, but he looks like ten years older than JT especially. (laughs) That's because the streets have hardened. Oh yeah, of (laughs) course. But he's got like a leather jacket on. Like, he's such a classic, like, bad boy stereotype. It's the best. And so, okay, this is where it gets insane. The is already kind of, like, ridiculous, but then it goes to, like, it
1: turns up the volume to 11. First of all, JT wants Sean to, he says the words, share your expertise on girls with them. Like, yeah, they're talking girls. Stuff. They're playing
0: cards. I hope that they're playing like crazy eights too, or like go fish. I hope they're not playing poker. I want them to be playing go fish because that would just cement Sean as like the perfect babysitter by accident or something. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, he's asking them about girls, and Sean's just like, I don't know. What
1: do you What do you mean? Like, who are you interested in? They're like Emma. <laughs> he's like, <"Well, laughs> I'm not gonna help you get they, my extra girl. They specifically do not say. They just keep it quiet because they don't want to get their but asses he, kicked. <laughs>
0: It's so obvious that, like, I mean, he se- so he seems to pick it. up a little bit of what they're letting do, but he's just kind of like, alright, this seems a little bit pointed, like, what are you trying to ask me? And he's like, I'm really into this girl, and he's just like, uh, I don't really want to give you that much advice, and kind has to, like, like, brush it off, and then- yeah, Time for JT to ruin everything. <laughs> and then, this is where my nose, I just say, this child somehow got a hold of ecstasy! <laughs> In what world? His bad seed <laughs> so... cousin- Took. Someone gave <laughs> JT X exa- a single ecstasy pill too. Not even like a lot. Like, that person must have been high too. <laughs> and it's like there are so many questions I have about this. So first of all, why would he just need one ecstasy pill if he's planning on taking it with with Toby? Are they going to split it? Yes. He doesn't bring that up, but no, they do. I mean, that's
1: what that Sean's going to uh, say. Sounds- He's like, I'll cut it. He's like, he went down for the well,
0: night. But Sean's the one that suggests that. I think JT was with poppy pop the ecstasy
1: on his own. JT I don't know. JT's the one who say they'll split it. Oh good, okay. You just ignored it. You were too busy dying of laughter.
0: I know. Well, I was so I was mortified that he's holding
1: ecstasy and looks like he's seven years old. Then, oh no! I was mortified by the rapiness until I realized that he was going to take it himself because he was, he was no! kept talking yeah. about the, it being a love drug. Like, oh, what the no. fuck was that about? Is he playing? Uh, there are so many questions. JT is a mess.
0: Who explained it how ecstasy works? Because I've never met someone who ecstasy. was dumb enough to
1: sell it to him.
0: But, like, who won ecstasy? is like, oh, that's someone I want to hang out with.
2: <laughs> like, no. I've never been fucked up like that on any drug, <laughs> let alone ecstasy, just e- for it,
1: the record. <laughs> <You can talk laughs> I have a lot of
2: questions about that. Like, it did not <clears throat> seem
0: like a real portrayal of that, at least, like, it Canadian, was. That's the portrayal of Canadian ecstasy.
2: <laughs> like if yeah maybe because if she looked like glassy eyed dancing to like house music yeah well more. in Canada
0: they like <laughs> they cut it with maple syrup or something so it's just really happy but Jesus it's just it's so insane it really is like the way he holds the ecstasy like it's like oh this is this new cool thing so I think his plan is to take the ecstasy with Toby. Which is also weird on its own. Hey, with Sean! You're basically- like, a, I guess with Sean, yeah. You're basically gonna end up making out with your, fr- your friend. That's, that's what ecstasy is. I, I don't know what they're planning on doing. Like, you're gonna just be, like, dancing around with your friend. But instead This episode on scene. should have
1: just turned into, like, JT and Toby having a gay experience on ecstasy. That would have made um, a lot more that sense! That. I'm not even, like- It really would, because- It's not to say that, like, ecstasy
0: would, like, you know, make him 100%, like, you know, a different person. But it's just gonna make you, like, really- I don't know, I it just did not, drug. it did not, it's not the way that she acts at all, I don't know, it made no sense, but so he, he plans on taking the ecstasy and then trying to meet girls, or does he plan on just having, like, it, it, they should have addressed it a little more clearly, it would have made
2: more sense I to I guess it sure makes sense because
1: JT's an idiot.
2: Yeah, that's true. But it's, I feel like it's, like, one of those misguided things where he's like, I'm gonna take this ecstasy and then I'm gonna be a ladies' man I think it suddenly. is. I think it's actually like that, exactly like, that, because oh.
0: I think they're treating it, they need to be more clear, but they're. I think they're they're attempting to portray it, like, how people take mushrooms in order to get creative about something. Like, they'll treat, like, I'm gonna take this, I'll have an idea, and then I'm gonna do this. Like, that's how a lot of people treat, like, certain psychedelic stuff, or trip acid or something. This is not the kind of thing you do with ecstasy. <laughs> the ecstasy you just go to a rave and have a good time. You're not gonna, like, move out of it and think, like, oh my god, I'm, like... I'm like we a love want machine me now. Yeah. yeah, like it's not how maybe while you're on the X, sure, but not like before or after. It's not gonna just change you into a, a love machine. <laughs> oh Jesus! So he's like all about this. He is like he's, he's he reveals it too. Like ba bow and like pops open the little like it, like it's such a terrible scene in general. And yeah, Sean so, of course well, is like instantly. Like, oh Jesus! These <laughs> he's fucking like, idiots. These children, and he's like, let me, oh, he's like, oh, he's like, you know, playing up his bad boy-ness, he's just like, oh, let me, I'll, I'll go cut it for you, and he's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, I'll do it for you, I'll do it for you. So he goes downstairs, and then, like, instantly, like, looks around for, like, aspirin. Vitamins, yeah. And just cuts the aspirin in half. Well, yeah. as, as Ashley sees this, she's, like, freaking so, out, and he's she's like, like, you already had it covered.
1: He's like, no, your
0: brother's stupid friend did. And he's, like, already handling the situation. She just kind of interrupts him while he's doing it. And, and he tells like, her to
1: flush it down the toilet. They,
0: want, they won't know the difference. And he should have watched it, I'm telling but, but so instead he leaves it behind, and of course now Ashley, feeling like the plain, boring person she is, is like, Nah, maybe <laughs> I'll keep it. Wink. And so, uh, back upstairs though, he tells the children to chew it slow <laughs> for a more intense high. And they're like, okay, so they chew aspirin. It's and Sean right. is clearly amused by it, because it's insane, and I would- it, how could you not be? But it's just- it's- it's so, like- you gotta give him props, though, because he really intervened when they could have really fucked themselves over. He should have probably done something with the actual drug instead of just leaving it behind like well, that, Well, you
1: assume but. Ashley would be the one- like, she, he told her to, like, take care of it, and one one would assume that she would do something, exactly. but not take I mean, the drug. She was yeah. just feeling defeated today, because her boyfriend decided to be a good person, and Paige was- <laughs> her usual not
0: a good person. Yeah, so yeah. she, so she, um, oh, God, so Paige at the Spoon also, well, she hasn't really decided to take it yet, she's just kind of, like, staring at it. But then Paige, Paige comes in. Paige <laughs> being Paige, walks in, is like, ugh, I'm this bored. party is so boring, you should invite Jimmy, man. Which is, like, Paige, that's a terrible idea, yeah, his nemesis like, is upstairs, but no one cares. And live so she a little just, is what she says.
1: Live a little. It's just so beep for beep. You know, And beep. Honestly, she, the thing that pisses me off about this episode is that, like, jt doesn't get any consequences for it basically right like everyone's fucking hates ashley from then on but it's like hello it's this was jt's fault
2: it was was, on drugs
1: this is completely his fault
0: you can't really blame someone on drugs like that i mean she made the decision to make to take the drugs i mean but she probably wasn't like at least jt for all of his stupidity had been preparing to take the drug so he would have been a little bit more... He,
1: he, was he really preparing, though, based on what I he mean, thought the he, drug was?
0: I know, that's true. But like, at least he he knew that the consequences that might happen, he'd already prepared for them. She just kind of had... Like a literally like a, a minute long gap where she decides to take it. It was a very much like a like a, a, like a spur of the moment decision, and she clearly did not think it through because instantly I mean,
1: she becomes yeah. a different person. Oh, I mean, I recently watched the Dawson's watched the Dawson's Creek episode where Andy takes ecstasy, oh, and everyone uh, blames Jen, which I don't agree with. But and this is it's like I feel like JT needed some uh, at least some blame. <laughs> like and even Ashley tries at the end to give him some blame. Like, they just like shifted like nope, it's all you, bitch. <gasps> She's the worst. So <laughs> she does invite Jimmy though because she
0: decides like, well, hey, like, I want to have fun
1: with you. And this is where I—why wouldn't she
0: want to split it with him? Like, why? This is again. You're not understanding the concept of what ecstasy is. No one's (laughs) explaining this to them. You live in Degrassi. You probably understand the
1: basics of, like, how drugs work. They don't understand anything in Degrassi. That's why everything just goes to shit all the time.
0: But, like, everyone knows someone who's, like, been
1: arrested for drugs. Like, on
0: Degrassi, it's, like, everybody's secretly dealing drugs. JT eventually deals drugs. But Again,
1: so, JT and his <laughs> drugs ruin people's lives.
0: Yeah, but so, at least you should offer to split with Jimmy and then have that be the drama. But, like, you, in what world is taking a full ecstasy pill on your own gonna set the mood for the night? Like, no! <laughs> Even in a good case scenario where you decide to do that as a partnership, it's gonna end a little poorly because one person's gonna be taking care of the other person. Like, it's not gonna be great. Like, What? No one- I just don't understand. It's baffling. It's like none of these people have ever dealt with drugs in their lives. So she decides- and she's like, well, uh, come on over, Jimmy. It's gonna be fun. And just fucking pops the pill and walks away like, Jesus Christ.
2: That whole that whole phone call was super weird, because I was like, She's... it was just, like, so obvious that there was, like, no one on the other line. Like, it was just like, hi, Jimmy, come over. I love and it was show. just so bizarre. I love
0: the show, but the acting is always, sometimes is a little bit to be desired, because it's mostly for the plot, so sometimes they're just, I don't know that they're doing a, a, a lot of takes, so sometimes I think it's like, well, we got it in two, we'll just deal with the stuff that we have and move on. But so, uh, she... Uh, goes back into the party, but meanwhile upstairs, the children are now in quotation marks, hi. <laughs> now Sean is sitting there watching them. I mean, it's, this is maybe the best part of the episode because it's so ridiculous. But they're they're like, like
1: it's not even, again. The fucking
0: lava lamp makes it. It says, <laughs> oh god, they're staring, yeah, the one staring at the lava lamp like, ooh. But like even this doesn't make any sense because if they knew anything about ecstasy, which clearly they do not, we've established, (laughs) they would. That's not how an ecstasy trip is. Like they're not going to be like like walking around and talk. They're going to be like drooling in a corner, (laughs) staring at a bright light. They are children. So they're just like they're acting like they're stoned, basically, and that's just not really the same thing. But instead, should
1: we be upset uh, with the director for the, rex- the direction they gave all of these people?
0: <laughs> well, I believe the kids, if only because I feel like it, it does the cement that they don't know what they're supposed to be acting like, so they're just acting high. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically a um a placebo effect where they think that they're high and they're, yeah. they're acting it now. And Sean, of course, is just crack practically cracking up in the corner, just like this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> And uh, uh, then,
1: okay, then other guys have shown up at this point at the other party. At this point, I, I think well, I saw uh, someone walk is, in. Well, before this, it's the. They're watching the second movie, and Ashley's, like, freaking out and giggling. Oh, scared. Yeah, she's yeah. getting
0: really scared and stuff, and they're like, what's going on, Ashley? Again, and not then, have someone on X And then okay. the doorbell rings. And someone walks in, I think, with the
1: watermelon. Spinner! Fair, Spinner has a watermelon. Is,
2: like, why? It's Manny and
1: waterline. Liberty and Emma at this point, right here. Oh, is like, it? Oh, you're not Jimmy and Spinner, unless they had a sex change. And she thinks that's oh, hilarious. God. I forgot all about that. And then oh, she just, like, a, like, assaults Liberty. Oh, poor Liberty. She's Liberty like, just trying to
2: you. show up to have
0: a good time. and then I don't know comeback. why Liberty showed up. It was just... No, I don't know why any of them showed up, to be honest. They're they like, should have read the yeah, room. Yeah, there's a
1: JT and Toby call. It's like, again, why did you show up?
0: So this is another thing where JT now, feeling the high, is just like, I am I can do no wrong, better call the girl I have a crush on, like, and invite her over while I'm still high.
1: Like, what? No! And, and then, Jimmy and Spinner show up. Spinner with his fucking
2: watermelon. Why does he have a watermelon?
0: I still have questions about that. And I then would-
2: he's just like, and then, then, like, later when you see them all in that scene where they're all, like, sitting on the couch, like, Spinner's just like, holding
1: the watermelon. No, is he really? I, I feel like because they're children, he doesn't understand the, the concept of a vodka-infused watermelon, so he just thought the, the whole process was a, was a watermelon. I guess. That's what I was thinking. like, they didn't turn a bottle into
0: it or anything, and it didn't even really feel like that kind of a party. So maybe yeah, he just I brought it as a party.
1: No, this whole episode is them not knowing, like, how to do drugs or alcohol.
0: Or <laughs> watermelon. <laughs> and so he just walks in. I mean, when we're saying watermelon, he's literally holding a large watermelon. Like <laughs> appropriate of nothing, um, and then so um, again, uh, this is where I, most of my notes refer to him as Drake, but Drake isn't into drugs because he notices instantly there's something going on with that.
1: He thinks she's drunk because... and he's pissed about that. Then she's like, he's like, she's like, nope. It's like, what did you take? And then she goes through the alphabet.
2: A B C D E. God, it's so terrible.
1: <laughs> it's
0: infuriating. It's so good. <laughs> he is, and Drake says no to drugs. He, he is obsessed. Oh, uh, I love him. And then she goes storming up the stairs, and then at one point screams,
1: there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> all of her friends are shitty, because each time there's like, she's, like, having a scene, they're all watching intently, and they're doing jack shit. Nothing! And, they, and once then, once they hear is, him... Like Paige finds it amusing. Paige has no reason to be angry with her at the end of the episode, because she thinks it's hilarious the whole time, until she finally calls Paige out for being a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, and I, I
1: I'm... After she storms
0: off, which, again, like, once they hear Drake intervene and say, yeah. like, hey, like, they this all is fucked this. up, they're all like, holy shit, she, and they're actually, they cut them, like, she's on ecstasy? And they should yeah. stand up and be like, whoa, 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 we'll take over from here, you guys go home. Like, that's how it should end. That's the conversation ender is, like, bye guys, see ya. Like, what are these friends that they won't do that for you? At least, like, fucking, uh, what were your standard name was, I can't even think of it now, Trina or something? Terry. Terry. Terry should at least definitely step up, because she's, like, the best friend, I think. So she really, like, like fell asleep on the job. Yeah, they're all, but, like, really <laughs>
1: shitty friends in this episode. Honestly. And it's
0: not like they're drunk, either. Like, if it was a situation where everybody else was drunk or something, like, you could see, like, oh, they're just, but they're just, like, sitting watching a, a horror movie that's been turned off, and she does turn on the, that's the one realistic ecstasy moment, where she turns off the TV and pumps the music, and starts dancing <laughs> around. That felt that's a little true. real, but even that was, like, she barely even turns it up, so it felt a little weird. But, uh, so she's, she kind of gets in a huge fight with him. They still kind of linger around, though. They don't all just, like, leave, which is also awkward, because, like, if someone's fighting with your friend, usually then you're like, let's just go. Like, this is not even a fun party to be at anymore. Instead, everyone just look kind of like- It was never around. even a fun party to be at in the first place. No, they were watching no. 3D horror movies. Like, that sounds like a real good time. And Ashley
2: made, like, weird-looking smoothie drinks. Oh, like those breadsticks. Those were horrible. Like, what
0: the fuck? So, so- um, upstairs, yeah, having upstairs. stormed off, yeah. she finds, um, well, Sean at this point had also noticed that yeah. Emma was there. Based Yeah, on Emma, like, Benoit sees... sees up.
1: Yeah, Emma sees Sean, and then she leaves.
0: And, well, she
1: goes outside just sits there, like, drama queen. So then Ashley and... gets her hooks in him. That's what I put in my notes.
0: <laughs> Ashley gets, her hooks, <laughs> gets her, her, hooks <laughs> her hooks in him! I can't oh blame God. her. She wants to lock that on, I get it. It's understandable, so, honestly. So, so I, don't I don't get it at all. So he goes into a in no. room, like, be emo about the whole situation. Ugh. And then instantly he's like she's like, It's okay, Sean, I understand. Instantly starts crying, which is like, uh, Sean is just such a damaged person. <laughs> and so of course she decides to just start making out with him. Because, I mean like, respect. Of course not into it, but then he's like, uh, might as well. And I don't think he realizes until it's too late probably that she's it's she's not acting quite as high around him. Probably because he's not being a dick to her. Everyone else is being a dick. But, like, he's sitting there with her, and he decides, like, to, like, tell her a little bit about what was going on with Emma and how he feels stupid about the situation, and I felt bad, and she blah, blah. And then she kind of's like, I understand. And she kind of just, like, puts her arm around his shoulder and gets a little closer and then just starts making... Like, it's not like... Like, I want to make sure we're clear that Sean's... I mean, he is taking advantage of her in some ways because he didn't really check to see how sober she was, but... He wasn't like creeping on her and then just makes out with her. She was just kind of like, you know, here, let's be good friends and let's make out. Which again, it's ecstasy, not really that shocking. Because if you're high on Natalie's it, at least tracks that she's just <laughs> like, let's like hang out and like talk about emotions and then make out. So uh, in the meantime, yeah. uh, Jimmy tells Toby that Wait, it wasn't really. Don't you uh,
1: need that? <laughs> don't, don't you know, know that E leads to harder things? Like my fists. <laughs> that was insane such a jimmy race.
0: line yes and so uh he tells toby it wasn't really x he's like basically you and jt think you're high and you're not and that like pops their balloon although jt still seems like he's having a great time
2: but um oh yeah when they're like pick him up and like, like why are they, him they like that. participating
0: in that i don't know they should party? be like get out of here jt because he jt's the worst but what JT is this is, party like, there? It's so weird. JT is now, like, the, the center of the party, and he's being, like, lifted and thrown around. That's and, like, you know that this time. party is dead. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, so Toby's just like, oh, shit, we're not really high. So, uh, in the meantime, he's like, well, where the hell is Sean if Sean's here? Because Sean, Sean's the one who cut the drugs and told him it was X, like, no, it wasn't. Which, they're missing huge vital information, like, if, if Sean told them it was X, and they're not really high, what do you think's happening here? But so, uh, Sha- they're telling them that Sean's upstairs, lest they saw him, so Jimmy goes upstairs looking for them, of course, then, I wouldn't say walks in on them, walks in on,
1: yeah. um, Ashley leaving the room all ruffled, and Sean Yeah, Sean out. leaves first, and then they have, like, a space off, and then she, like, she comes out, and her hair is fucked up. <laughs> So
2: what exactly
0: happened in that they, room?
2: They just made out.
1: They didn't okay.
0: have the not Yeah, see it's sex. definitely,
2: it's definitely like some like over the clothes groping. Yeah.
0: But that's as far, I think as far as it went. And I and, I, I kind of, you kind of appreciate it because it's only been about 15 to 20 minutes based on the timeline. So I think he kind of, I mean, or she could have as well. I don't know. But I I think they kind of tried to cool it down by the end. They're like, all right, let's just like part ways amicably. <laughs> like, I, I <laughs> bet you in that situation, either one of them probably could have gone further is what I'm trying to say. And they decide not to. Yeah. And so they're making out, and um, Sean is already trying to leave. Jimmy's like pissed. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Sean's leaving, is, like, and then
1: Emma's crying.
0: Everyone's <laughs> fucking
1: crying. She so hugs Sean Toby. gets
0: out of there first, though. Sean is yeah. running out of the whole house, and then Emma is on the on the um, front porch or something. Toby's like, trying to down. like tell her
1: he has feelings, but then she sees <sighs> Sean, and she starts crying. <laughs> and
0: so Toby sits next to her, and nice guy hugs her because he's just angry, like the good guy who's like her friend. And she hugs him, and Sean's just like, oh, but I don't- Are we supposed to feel like that's, like, some kind of a threat? Because Toby seems like the least threatening person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, they hug, and then, um, uh, it's, you know, kind of a wrap-up to that plot, although uh, yeah. there's nothing really solved. JT it, is still
1: just being a spaz, like, in the background, by the way. Yeah. And yeah. then, of course, we and have the okay. girls
0: it's not you, it's the drug. Yeah, exactly.
1: And still, none of these shitty friends do anything.
0: Well, she, in the in the process of this, she both insults Paige by calling her well, ugly. Well, Paige, Paige first says, stop being such a hag to her. Yeah, she's like, well, hey, <laughs> you stop <laughs> being, a... I know, <laughs> and you stop being such a hag, Paige, both in the looks and personality department like, or whatever. Uh... And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> and Paige is like, bitch, and she leaves. And then she breaks up with Jimmy for being not her speed. For not she, being like Sean, because Sean's a real man, basically. Basically, yeah. her, like, two minutes of making out with him. She's, like, already into Sean. But Sean did not seem as into her. Sean seemed just really was, broken up.
1: He was probably still crying during the
0: whole I know! Out. Honestly, he was! And so she breaks up with Jimmy, and Jimmy's like, fuck this. Everybody else leaves, because most of them came with Jimmy, or at least, you know, some of them did. And uh, now everybody in the room is clearly like, judging her to hell because everyone's like staring at her, like, what the fuck is happening? I'm judging them. Yeah, and, and that's it. That's kind of where that's where the the, the party ends. The next morning, we have uh, her like, hung over. There's a huge yeah. amount of cleanup. She'd wrecked a base earlier the night before, so that's yeah. Gonna end when up everyone's leaving the party, like
1: JT leaves too. I'm like, uh, no, dude, you're staying here and you're gonna help fix shit. Did you hey, this Healy, nonsense? that's so ridiculous. God, he's so terrible. In this episode. I didn't
0: even realize he left until you said that. That's insane. Yeah. But uh, so Spinner comes back the next morning with a box of her stuff, which is like, damn Jimmy, you didn't waste any time. He like went. Yeah. Also, like, did he b- just have it like
2: pre? Did he just have it like pre-box? I don't and, like, know. Was, like like ready for it to go. She's like, like, went
1: on a do rage. you think Jimmy will forgive me? And uh Terry's like, if Paige isn't gonna forgive you, I don't think Jimmy will. It's like. Well, f- First of all, Paige needs to calm the fuck down. And also, so, her- wouldn't it be a bad friend? Give her some positivity.
0: She just had the worst night of her life. Like,
1: yeah, and she, she asks a- like, "What happened to the vase?" And Toby's like, "Oh, you knocked it down because you were high." It's like you and your stupid friend are the one who brought the drugs into the situation anyway. She brings it up like briefly, but again, they're just like, "Let's not acknowledge that." And part. so she
0: gets yeah, and she gets that box and just like grips it, falls like controlled slide. Lifet- <laughs> control yeah, slide, <laughs> controlled yeah, control slide. slide, lifetime move. Right to the ground and just sobs, holding on to it, and then the episode just fades her, to fucking black. Her future because...
1: co-star Nina Dobrev would perfect the controlled slide in many yes. a lifetime movie. Yes. But like, how? What? What kind of show ends on that note? Like, <laughs>
2: it's a is finale. A... Te- Season finale. Teenage, teenage dramas. I feel like it's like, I like all. I feel like every DeGrassi episode, every DeGrassi episode ends weirdly like that. I feel like
0: it's like if Yossi ended when 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 uh, Marissa
1: D'd like or or.
2: You well, know, well that's, not, that's not that's
1: good. I think it's like if it ended with her finding out that Luke fucked her mom. Well, yeah, <laughs> control sliding down a
0: wall. But it's just, it's crazy to me. Like it, I found it like. I mean, even as the ride was so intense, I did not anticipate it ending that way.
1: I felt like the episode was so short and then when it was, like, ending, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Because, like, honestly, even on, like, shows like this, like, this is similar
0: to other, you know, teen drama shows, I wouldn't say that they always wrap up things, but usually they have some kind of closure. There was not a single ounce of it here at all. It ended on her just realizing, shit, everything's ruined. It almost felt like like one of the 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 sad or upsetting episodes of Undressed, where it was just like the vignette.
2: Oh my god! Where it was
0: like, oh, they don't even give a shit. Like this is this whole like premise is now done. Move on. Cut. Fade to black. <laughs> and like, like it's it's hard to or or any kind of one of those like you know interstitial movies with just a bunch of vignettes where it's just. Sometimes they don't have to have an ending. Although this does eventually get wrapped up, but it's certainly not going to have the same, like, you know... I mean, she goes through eight different style changes over the course of the show. She gets goth, guys, so she she feels it. She feels it. But, so, okay. So, that episode was insane. I want to go into a little bit more about the show at large, because I have some notes based on the Wikipedia page, because I was like, let me... Because there are so many characters in this episode alone, and it didn't even include, like, the Jake Epstein stuff, which I think is... I
2: love Craig... But But, I mean, But he doesn't even come in until season two. Exactly. So that's like season two. And uh,
0: so, but like there are little bits of it. I mean, I'm going to give you an example. Is someone like um, I think it's Marco. Is it Marco? Yeah, Marco. At one point, his last, um, like every paragraph of these, I'll I'll read spinners because spinners is the best example of it. But I do love that Marco's last uh, line of what he's been doing lately is, he briefly returns to Degrassi as a student teacher and struggles with the decision to give Holly J. more time to complete her essay. <laughs> oh my god. Like, this is a guy that struggled with, like, being like being gay, and then, like, like everyone was harassing Ooh. him, and he had, like, hate crimes going on, and then he went to LA and tried to become a singer or actor like, and all this stuff, and it's, it's like, like, and like, then they end it with
1: trying to give a girl more time to complete an essay. The, the thing about these kind of shows is that the people who, like, dedicate time to, like, working on their Wikipedia do not have the best writing skills.
0: Okay, so let me give you an example. I know this is a little bit long, so I apologize, but I feel like it's super entertaining, so hopefully it'll <laughs> hold your your interest while i read it so to give you an example i pulled spinner who spinner has been on the show one of the longest running actors but it gives you an example of how absolutely insane like how up and down the the uh the the plot is so um so for example it says he is nicknamed spinner because because of his adhd gavin which is horrible by the way i know it's horrible his name's Gavin. So Gavin is known as a school bully in his early years. He is a skilled drummer. He alienated Marco after discovering his homosexuality, but eventually accepts Marco's sexuality. He was in a relationship with Paige until he finds out that he was seeing Manny behind her- that she was seeing Manny behind her back. until er, so she finds out that he God was seeing Manny behind her back. It's written very weirdly. And then he dates Manny until it is revealed that he is the cause of Jimmy's paraplegia. He gets involved the after he confesses to Principal that he bullied Rick before the school shooting- he returns to Degrassi the next year and starts dating Darcy, who helps him become a born-again Christian. Uh, he later Dar- breaks up Darcy, for hypocritical behavior. He is then diagnosed with testic- testicular cancer and goes through a period of reckless behavior because of his fear of not being seen as a man. He rebuilds his spirit and starts dating Jane. He is shot during a burglary at the dot, but soon He's <laughs> it always fucking he o- getting shot. He overhears Jane and Holly Jade talking about when Jane cheated on him, resulting in their ultimate breakup. Jane has not even been introduced until that point, so it's <laughs> like... <laughs> That's how they're introducing a character, is their breakup. Uh, after Emma accidentally catches the dot on fire, causing him to fall into a deeper depression, she takes him to a casino. After they win big, they get drunk and get married. After several attempts to get a divorce, they realize they love each other and have a celebration they can recommit their values. Crash! In season Trash! 14, Spinner was Trash. seen interviewing Eli, who applied for a job at the dot since his first year at NYU ended. Oh but that's the kind of, like do you realize how much stuff and that's not even the half of what's going on in that character's life that's just like some of the main plot points so like and that's a whole show you know <laughs> itself, to be centered around spinner's life i mean you could claim that certainly later episodes of the show did focus a lot more on spinner and uh you know manny and that kind of stuff but it, it it's crazy to me that this is just like you know um, this is a wrap-up it's the equivalent of saying like uh in season one, Buffy discovered she was a slayer. In season two, Buffy met like, all these other people. Season three, she, went to, she graduated high school. Season four, she went to college. <laughs> season five, she died. Season six, she's alive. Season seven, everybody's a slayer. That's the <laughs> same basic plot premise that I just wrapped up of one character in Buffy as this did with him. And it's like triple the amount of information. Not to say that people don't go through just as much stuff in other shows, but... Considering how many people are in the main ensemble cast for the show, that's a lot of stuff to happen episode to episode. Like that's crazy amounts of plot being burned in an instant. Like, like the testicular cancer arc was probably like three episodes, I'd bet. If that so it's like <laughs> and that's the kind of thing that could be with the whole premise for fucking like uh, a that's, that's a show. So, that's a show. Like, <laughs> yes, it's crazy. <laughs> but so yeah. So I mean, that's. Do you, how about you guys? Do you have any other uh, plot ideas? This this show is uh an institution it's basically its own form of like canadian uh, outreach in some weird way people it,
1: it, it's it's amazing it's yeah it's really amazing. It's amazing i don't know what i can say other than that really P- please watch it it's great
2: <laughs> yeah it's the best
0: I really enjoy it. All right, well, let's move on to plugs then, because I, I know it's a it's a it's a bit of a we're, we're ending as as abruptly and ridiculous to <laughs> Degrassi,
1: but I feel like it's just sticking with the tone. So, what's up with you, Latoya? Uh, you can of course find me on Twitter at LaFergs, and you can find all my writing there. Uh, let's see. I also like to plug um, Nina Dobrev's American Mall, which we did an episode of the Televoid for. Yes, please. It's a classic movie, so.
0: Featuring many a controlled slide, I feel like, but, yeah. <laughs> maybe not. I hope not so. as many
1: uh, for that. You have to watch. What was it called? Uh, my daughter's secret. My daughter's secret. <laughs> oh, my daughter's secret. Of course, she like pull, like does her best, Marissa Cooper in that with her alcoholism, oh, and Good she night. like throws a beer bottle or a train because doesn't like say hello to her. She's so drunk. Oh, I love it. Oh, uh, well, awesome. Thank you. <laughs>
2: You're welcome.
1: And what's up with you, Karinza?
2: Um, I am uh you can follow me um at on twitter at (laughs) kareem sikadina and i am now the deputy editor of complex pop culture so you should probably be reading all the fire shit that we're posting all the time on complex's pop culture site so yeah that's what i'm up to
0: and as always, I am at Marie on Twitter. Get us on Twitter at the Televoid. You can email us at thetelevoid at gmail.com. You can uh, rate, subscribe, review us on iTunes. It helps us find new people. Thanks again for wandering into The Televoid, guys. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Started from the
1: bottom, now we here Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here Started from the bottom, now we here